everyone, and welcome to episode four of this mini-series, Charting My Placement Experience Within Adult Neuro Rehab. I'm your host, Farah Money, and I am so, so happy to welcome you here to this OT space, listening to me today, talking, talking, talking. So, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about today was the idea of giving you a overall reflection of my placement experience. So, interestingly, I've decided to flip this around a little bit because it wasn't until I was on Twitter the other day that I noticed somebody had made a comment um, in relation to something else in somebody else was talking about placement and clinical placement I think as well lots of people at the moment seem to be lining up their first band five jobs and you know they're they're getting their first offers out for employment so it possibly could have been in relation to that but I was relating it more so onto this placement experience um basically what I wanted to discuss was the fact that I've said during this mini-series that I've had a great placement, I've had a fantastic experience, I've been really fortunate and had a great PE. So there's lots of positive language being used around my experience and in this mini-series. And it got in my mind after I'd read this um, comment on Twitter that actually not everybody may be having a great experience right now. Not everybody maybe even at the point of applying for jobs right now or feel confident enough to apply for work or be prepared to think they want to get an interview, they want to jump straight in from their course to work. I'm relating it to the placement. I was thinking maybe people are struggling and whilst I'm saying this has been great and that's been great, maybe that's not all that helpful if things haven't been great for you right now. So I've started, essentially, I'm off already, a reflection within a reflection. So although my own reflection has been positive and I realise how lucky I've been, I wanted to try and put the shoe on the other foot in the way of considering those of you that haven't had a great experience and really analysing and looking deeply into my own experience to say, actually, hmm, was it all completely great? Was everything fantastic? I think there's an element here of human nature wanting to gravitate towards the positives within a situation. And, you know, sometimes you do have to look at those negatives and unpick them and think, actually, was there something I could have looked at? So that's what I'm going to start off with discussing with you today. So here's what I thought in relation to some struggles that I had. We're going to be keeping it real. The trouble was traveling and when I say traveling I don't necessarily mean the distance so you know 50 miles 100 miles although that could easily be factored into being a challenge for some people what I was meaning was more the travel aspect when you're on a community placement now I'm fortunate enough that I do drive and I have access to a car and again others aren't and that could be a real barrier to some people accessing a placement there might be people out there that would have loved to have being able to have a community placement but potentially maybe they don't drive and it was during the university placement debrief actually last week I think that I heard another student on my course who also 
had completed a community placement, but they didn't actually drive. And I thought, wow, how did you manage to do a community placement not driving? And obviously, I couldn't in that context ask directly, but um, yeah, there's multiple challenges and barriers when you're looking at traveling and community-based arrangements. And when I was talking about the travel being an issue, it's things like factoring timings. It takes X amount of time to get from A to B, and that's if there's no traffic. Then I need to factor in, can I park when I get there? Then there's, oh, I can't park. And then layer on top of that, I don't know the area. So I don't quite know where I am. Now I'm stressing, thinking I'm running late, don't know where to park, can't park, end up miles off, add an extra 10 minutes in to try and walk. And again, don't know the area. So phones back out, Google Maps up. So all of these sort of miniature challenges layered up can lead to frustration. And it's easily done to sort of, I suppose, breeze over those little things. So yeah, my placement was great. I don't really have any complaints, but there are elements like what I've just mentioned. Another one that I was thinking about was in relation to equipment. And you might be thinking, well, how can equipment be a negative when you're on placement? But for me, it was actually not knowing about the equipment. So I don't have any prior knowledge about what is available, isn't available. And there seems to be all sorts of red tape and ribbons revolving around who provides what equipment from what service and, you know, what's available, what isn't available. And there's massive shortages. And The frustration with the equipment side of things was actually the fact that I didn't know what there was and I didn't know how to potentially get around that barrier. Now, I could have accessed the equipment system and I even could have got myself a magazine sent out, but chances are it probably wouldn't have got to me in time by the time I'd thought about that. I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses here. But I would like to have thought, oh, okay, so there's this chair, this chair, this chair. There's this perching stool, this perching stool, this perching stool. There's this, you know, all of these different variations from not just this is standard, this is bariatric, but there's this design, there's this song with handles. That might sound really peculiar to mention that, but it wasn't until, like I said, I did this reflection on a reflection that that's something I feel I missed that I could have potentially got a little bit more out of because I did find it interesting and it was something that I would have liked to have um, potentially have known more about but yeah so not every single part of it was shiny and sparkly and perfect that's what I was trying to get across to that all that being said of course there's positives with community there's multiple positives i particularly enjoyed the part of having the ability to have that little bit of time when you are traveling ironically i know i've just essentially seemed to be moaning about that but that bit of time the gap between seeing people traveling from one person to the next person just sort of allowed you a moment to have a bit of reflection in your own mind during that journey of the person that you've just seen and it allowed you some time to then consider afresh the next person and I'm not sure you wouldn't necessarily get that in other settings unless you were fortunate enough to have a break in between each person which is pretty unrealistic I suppose. So for any of you that are out and maybe you haven't had a great time or a great experience or you've maybe even had a negative experience 
because let's be honest, it could happen to any of us. And I just wanted to say, firstly, I hope you do get the chance to have another placement experience in the future that turns out to be positive. But also, I think more so, there's real value and valuable learning to be had when things maybe haven't been so positive and so upbeat, when things haven't gone so smoothly, because it's in those hardships and those difficult times that you find the growth in yourself. And I believe that your practice as an occupational therapist can only benefit from the challenges that possibly have been encountered whilst being a student. So I hope that made some sense and offered some form of reassurance if you required it. I'm all about honesty, so I hope that that come across quite honest. Um, So I want to give you, as part of this episode, some top tips. Because you're not going to have me back on my own for a while. Some of you might be thinking, thank goodness. Others might be thinking, oh. So tip number one. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. You need to keep an accurate diary. You need to plan, plan, plan ahead and look what's happening across the duration of your placement. Maybe not just necessarily coming up first couple of weeks, you know. Let your practice educator know in advance if you've got any important appointments that you need, whether that's medical or could be something to do with your children, with their school or a family event coming up. Let them know right at the start and then that way you can relax about it and just think that's all sorted. They know the plan. I know the plan. It's all good. Top tip number two, and this had the potential to be number one, if I'm honest, make sure that you drink enough water. Now, that might sound really dull and boring, but actually it's really important and it's actually quite difficult. And I don't want to say necessarily how much water you should be drinking, but I thought it's important to mention just keeping yourself hydrated throughout the day. It can make such a difference because I've noticed whilst I was on placement one or two occasions, I'm not normally too bad about my drinking, but I got a headache and was just not on the ball with things. And it gave me even a level of sort of brain fog. My concentration wasn't on point. So yeah, drink your water and have regular healthy snacks where you can, whether that's in between people or taking a a decent lunch with you. Just generally try to keep yourself fit and well as best as you can because it is exhausting. There are, or sorry, there were a couple of times when I personally thought I was completely shattered and it can become overwhelming if you don't keep a check on it and you don't keep on top of it. So yeah, essentially, have a drink to hand, drink as much as you can and, you know, try and eat healthy and just take care of yourself whilst you're out there because, you know, especially when you're taking the jump from being at uni and in lectures and doing all that kind of stuff and then going out to place and it's two very different entities and they require different levels of energy. So that was tip number two. Top tip number three is keep in touch with people. And when I say people... That can be a multitude of people from your family to your friends and your relatives, your immediate people. But equally, if you can, I'd say try to keep in touch with your peers at university because it's it did make a difference for me in the sense that you're out there together. They're interested to know what you're doing. You could be interested to know what they're doing. And it's about keeping those connections so that 
when you do all ultimately end up merging back into university or you might even come across each other in a work context in the future it makes you feel like potentially there's not been such a huge gap and for any of you that have listened to my previous episodes and know I'm not a massive social media person I'm still not on Facebook and I just haven't got around to it yet but I've noticed particularly with the Twitter community, if you're talking about the UK, and strangely, I've noticed this this comparison to being more American-Canadian community on Instagram, but it's a really supportive community. And there's people out there that want to know what you've been up to, want to know how you're doing, want to offer advice, are there for tips and hints and all sorts of things like that. And it's a really, well, I've found it to be a really friendly positive OT community out there so I I do recommend it and I'm not a massive social media person but it's out there and it's a really good way to achieve connection and you know just another another tool for your kit really so the question that I asked myself when I finished this placement was did I enjoy neuro occupational therapy rehab The short answer is yes, I did. And I could genuinely see myself working within this area upon qualifying if I was lucky enough to, you know, secure a role. It was unique and it basically required a whole range of skill sets that some I felt I had to a good extent, others sort of middle of the road and others I would have had to have learned from scratch. But there have been so many benefits to the people that I have seen and had the pleasure of working with that it is certainly an area that I enjoyed and I would like to consider for my future career. The other question that I wanted to consider was to what extent did the pandemic impact or affect my placement and there's no denying it in relation to things such as PPE, new considerations for areas such as long COVID, logging COVID, being aware of it, and infection control. But I wouldn't say personally that it detracted away from my personal experience of learning occupational therapy out there within the healthcare arena. It has changed and it's been adapted, but it certainly didn't lessen the experience and I think that's important to note because I feel that I personally had the assumption that it was going to have a negative impact in the sense of I was going to be going out maybe not getting the same experience I would have wanted and that didn't end up being the case at all so I just wanted to offer some reassurance if there was anybody out there that potentially felt they too thought that Covid was going to make it difficult and interestingly in our debrief lots and lots of positive language being used lots of people saying they're extremely tired exhausted but the experience aspect is right up there so um yeah i I would solely agree with that so that's it for the mini series i hope you've enjoyed it it's been a bit different i realize and i hope that you know you've had a good idea following this journey through with me I can't believe how quickly 10 weeks passed I know it, it ultimately ended up being four sort of 15 minute episodes but you know 10 weeks just flew so nearly qualified few more months to go who knows where that's gonna 
lead me I'm just I'm open I'm open to to everything so let's see it's been an amazing experience so far I'm going to be going back to my usual format of myself and a guest maybe even two and I'm going to be offering up for you in two weeks time an occupational therapist who is in the army so I hope you're going to enjoy listening to that as much as I enjoyed making that and I hope you've enjoyed the mini series and keep your eyes and ears open and listening for updates on social media about the other guests coming up because they are just fantastic and uh, it's been a pleasure to still be able to be running this podcast whilst doing placement as well so take care of yourselves and I'm going to catch up with you in a couple of weeks time